0: hi this is kylie and this is my podcast for anderson and jorgensen i'm gonna start with talking about anderson because i definitely understood this article a lot more and i think it made a lot more sense but i'll get to jorgensen after that and relate the two okay anyways so for anderson what i took from this article is that basically talks about the about dissociation and how it allows to see images and words both contribute to a visual argument yet at the same time it preserves the differences between the two different images and words or the two different medias and they talk he talks about levy's campaign which was a bread brand back in the like 1960 something and basically, this was a very Jewish bread brand, and they had they were running out of customers buying their bread, so so they wanted more money and sales. So what they did was because it was very much just Jewish people buying their bread, they made a they made a advertisement, and this was a very famous advertisement, and they had different races and religions of people. They had like a black boy, like a Native American, eating the bread, and it said, not just Jewish, you don't have to be Jewish to eat Levy's bread, and this expanded the market, and the dissociation in this opened up the term and the idea that you don't have to be Jewish to eat Levy's bread, and basically, it challenged the original idea that was taken about Levy's bread, that People all around basically just thought it was for Jewish people only to eat. And they changed it and kind of made it look more inclusive. And that helped them get more sales. And then they had other groups of people buying their bread more. And it created new associations. Because now people didn't just associate Levy's bread with Jewish people. But they also associated it with more people and other groups. So they felt more comfortable and more... They felt more that it was okay to buy the bread and I feel like this applies to life a lot because people sometimes look at something and they just see a certain idea that has been there for a while and with dissociation we can change we can change these ideas and add another idea to it and while they relate but but they can also create a new and different associations and I feel like this is for groups for terms for a lot of stereotypes too all over and it just depends even for a lot of brands these days too like for example Victoria's Secret used to be like the models were very like sticked in I feel like they've been changing it and expanding their market kind of like Levy's Bread did So yeah, I think basically, as Anderson talks about, with dissociation, you can really open up a term and an idea to different ideas with different sources of media. Just like how Victoria's Secret changed their advertisements, and now they're not being just associated with stick-thin models, but now they're being associated with more diverse groups of people just like with Levy's about the bread. And it relates to today just like that. So with Jorgensen's article, I'm going to be honest because this is an honest podcast, but even though it was written in 2009 and is was pretty recent, I still thought that the way it was written was a bit confusing and I had trouble understanding this, but I'm going to do my best about what I took away from this. But basically, Jorgensen talks about... The universal art, the universal audience and audience in general throughout his writing, and he talks about different people 's interpretations of it, which was really interesting to hear about, even though I was a bit confused on and how in some ways they related to each other but i think to I think learning about in class will definitely help me out with that but i 'm just going to be honest um even though Anderson's made a lot of sense to me and I really thought that was very interesting to read about and I read that very well. But Jorgensen talks about intersubjective rationality and the general theory, and he talks about Perlman and Crosswhite and the way there's different interpretations and about Grosses too. And he says that Grosses the political writer shifts between the universal and the particular audiences, which are two different types of audiences, by the way. The universal audience is the argumentation that presumes to gain the adherence of every rational being, as he says specifically in the book. And that's the one he talks about the most, I feel like, but he talks about all these, he talks about Perlman, who is like the general theory, and Perlman's general general theory is what he kind of compares gross and crosswhite to and at the end he talks about how he finds crosswhite's interpretation to more match perlman's better and that he finds that to be the better interpretation if i read that correctly but i believe so and he says that it's more applicable and crosswhite's white's interpretation the writer does not shift between the universal and the particular audience but instead he addresses both audiences at the same time or simultaneously simultaneously if you want to be fancy with it and i think that crosswright's is better also because i feel like it makes more sense to do it at the same time because why just go why just talk to one audience why just the why just not talk why just why only the universal at one time or the particular and not both i think it makes i think Jorgensen's claim makes more sense that he finds Crosswhite's a bit better and to match Perlman's more and their general theory more but even though i think that both are very good theories of the same way personally i do agree with Crosswhite's more just cuz it makes more sense to address both, and Perlman's original theory was that the universal audience is a create is a creation, basically, in the speaker's mind, and it has a constant matter of dispute, and is not really a subjective concentration, but it's like in its mind, and it can change, and it can gain the and specifically, as he writes about the universal audience, and I quote. It presumes to gain the adherence of every rational being, but um, I just realized I went over time a lot, but I think Anderson's article made a lot more sense, but they're both really interesting, and I'm excited to learn more about Jorgensen so I can understand him better. I'm sorry this was very long, and I rambled a bit, but I was just thought they were both really interesting, so yes, thank you.